you know, when I'm writing copy or when I'm posting on Instagram, it's very just like, I'm talking to my friends, right? Um, I'm big on UGC. Like I don't spend almost any money on content. I just take what people posted on their stories and I post it on my, on my, like on my post. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Zach France of Wildland Coffee. Zach, super excited to have you on the show. Thanks, Gresh. Really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely appreciate you as well. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Zach so you can hear about some of these awesome things that he's doing. And Zach is an entrepreneur, sales expert, and the founder of Wildland Coffee. Growing up in San Diego, he enjoyed two things starting from a young age, camping and the idea of being an entrepreneur. In fact, he started his first business, Cakes by Zach, at the age of nine. And after graduating from San Diego State University, Zach further honed his tech and e-commerce skills by working for two software startups in Salt Lake City. And while living there, Zach and his wife enjoyed many camping trips, but would get fed up trying to make good tasting coffee with a French press. He knew there had to be a better way to make and enjoy coffee while on the go. And as it turns out, there was. In the hopes of inspiring more people to get outdoors, Zach launched Wildland Coffee in the spring of 2021. And with the brand's innovative coffee in a tea bag, you can easily make tasty coffee wherever you are. And his motto in both business and in life is rising tides should lift all boats, which is why he hopes above all to do right by his team, his community, and the environment. And I was of growing while on coffee, Zach enjoys loves to enjoy the outdoors through skiing, hiking, and camping. Absolutely love your progression and hear about all the awesome things you're doing now. Zach, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen then. So I know I touched on a little bit when I read your bio, but I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah. So uh, like like you just read, I actually started my first business when I was nine. Uh, I was cook, I was baking and cooking a lot with my mom from a really early age. And I really, I, I like love to make cakes. I think it's probably like the fat kid in me. And <laughs> I, I don't even know why I wanted to start a cake making business, but so this was like 1999. So I was born in 90 and there was a, a service from Yahoo called Yahoo GeoCities. Maybe some of your listeners uh, remember this. I think it was the first drag and drop website builder ever. Like you could literally just like using this create a website. And I started a uh, like an e-commerce cake business where you could actually go on my website and you could order a cake. It would like send me an email and, you know, to, someone could buy, buy a cake online. I only ever sold one cake to my neighbor, but that was, that was the start of my journey. And since then I've, you know, I've, I've dabbled in other things. I've started a couple of other uh, e, e-commerce businesses and, but really like I've known really from the time I was nine years old, that I wanted to own my own business. Like this is, this is what I want to do. And um, so for me, it's not even so much about like what the specific business is. Um, although I do have to be personally passionate about it. For me, it's about solving customer problems. And it's about, um, I, I believe that there's like some very like right ways to do business. Um, and I, I want to be like a model for how business can be a, a force for good in in the world. 
Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I love as I was reading about your motto and everything that you stand for and, and how it kind of manifests itself in the business and the work that you do. But two words that really like stuck out to me or one word and a phrase is, you know, journey and solving problems. And I, I think so many times we forget about the journey, whether we're building a business or just in our life in general, and how we're kind of, you know, planting those seeds, building those blocks towards where we are. It's not like you can kind of take away one part of your life from another. They're all kind of building towards where we end up eventually, um, you know, going and what we're building and growing. Yeah. And the journey is so funny because like, you know, on Shark Tank, I, I think like Shark Tank is probably like the best thing for entrepreneurship maybe ever because now a lot of people want to do it. It might also be the worst thing because they make it seem so, so easy. It's like, uh, what was like the saying? It's like a 10 year overnight success. Yeah. It like, takes 10 years to be making an overnight success. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I mean, I'm, I'm in the part of my business right now. I, I don't remember who came. I think it was like Harvard Business Review. This is like a long time ago. They had, had like the the journey of, of a business. And like there's at, at first there's like a peak because you're really excited. You get some initial success. And then you go down into the trough of disillusion, which is where like you think you're going to fail and everything sucks, basically. Um, and where I'm at in my business right now is I'm kind of in that trough of disillusion a little bit. <laughs> where, you know, like I had some early success and now it's like, okay, now things are getting like a little tougher because you got to scale. And, um, but it, it is, it is the journey. I think the more times you've done it, it makes, you kind of know where you are in the journey. And so it's like, okay, this isn't the end of the world. Like we're going to make it through this, but you just have to get through like some, some tough times and there's always going to be tough times. Yeah, absolutely. We start to realize that in, in business, but also in life in general, there's always those ups and downs. And and um, I, I love, um, first of all, that you're you're talking about that because I think one of the things that I try to you know hammer home, especially on the show, is that journey. Is that that everything's not all sunshine and rainbows. And you know, entrepreneurship is a lot more like um, you know that roller coaster ride. And there's probably more downs, longer downs, and sometimes there are the highs. So you have to really cherish and yeah. and appreciate those. So I appreciate you so much and um, you know talking about that because it's not said enough. Um, and I think that shows a lot. So I wanted to hear a little bit more. You touched on your early success. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that looked like, what you're doing at Wildland Coffee and how you're making that impact with the clients that you work with? Yeah. So Wildland Coffee is a coffee company and we, we, we pack really tasty coffee. Um, it's ethically sourced as well into tea bags. And, um, like my bio mentioned, like I do a lot of camping and I was using my my, my French press. And that was a very, for me, that's like way too much effort, but starting a business, that's, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I really felt like there was, there was a, a big need in the outdoor community for like an easier way to make coffee. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm solving a problem for myself basically, which is why, again, why I'm so passionate about it, because this is something that I'm experiencing. Um, our vision and our goal for the company is to be the coffee brand for the outdoor community. And that's, that's like really what gets me up every single day is, is when someone is, you know, camping, hiking, RVing, uh, backpacking, anything outdoors, I want them to think about Wildland Coffee as, as their, their go-to co coffee brand. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love that. And I think, you know, as you kind of alluded to a lot of time through those, you know, sometimes the great days, but sometimes the less than ideal days, you want to make sure that you have your why, you know, firmly implanted and in place and, and to be able to, to create that solution that, you know, solves 
our own problems, but also a lot of people that we're around as well. And so would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it that ability to, for one, you know, lean on that why, but two, actually, you know, take that entrepreneurial leap and create something that, you know, isn't just a really great problem solver, but also something that makes a huge impact in so many different ways that you've been able to do? Yeah, I think the, like, what what makes what makes me different is, so I'll talk about like what makes me different and then what makes the company different. Um, so I think what makes me different is I have a, a very high risk tolerance. And if you want to be like an entrepreneur, like your risk tolerance has to be pretty, pretty off the charts. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm also just not afraid of failing. Like it, it just, at this point in my life, if I fail at this, it's fine. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to, of course, or else I wouldn't be doing it, but you just have to be okay like putting in the money, the time, the hours, sacrificing, you know, the, the night out with your buddies, like you have to be willing just to sacrifice all of that. And I am, I'm, I'm willing to, to basically put everything else on the back burner and say, I'm, I'm going to make this happen no matter what. And if it doesn't happen, then like, you know, I learned a bunch and I'm going to, this is actually my second time doing a coffee company. And nice. when I left, when I left my first coffee company, it was, it wasn't a great situation. And um, me and my founder didn't get along. So I left and three months later, I started this company. So it, you have to have a, like a short, and I, I say that, I think that's one of my strengths is I have a short memory, like <laughs> whatever happened, just forget about it. You just got to keep moving on. I would say like really what, what makes the company unique. Um, and I would say that there's a lot of things that, um, that make it unique. But one thing that I'm, I'm really trying to do is have a very um, genuine and conversational tone with the brand. Because in my opinion, a lot of companies, especially like consumer companies, when I like watch their ads or I go on the website, it feels very stale and it doesn't feel like there's a ton of personality. So, you know, when I'm writing copy or when I'm posting on Instagram, it's very just like I'm talking to my friends, right? Um, I'm big on UGC. Like I don't spend almost any money on content. I just take what people posted on their stories and I post it on my, on my, like on my post. And and I think that that resonates with people because it makes the brand seem more approachable and just more 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 genuine. Like I, I don't have a very polished approach. It's more just like, hey, like here's the brand. You want to be part of the story? Awesome. Nice. I love that. And uh, for anybody who's listening, UGC, user generated content, correct? Yeah. As well yeah. too. Yeah. And I, I love that because I think that's where things have been moving, where I always say we forget about like the human aspect of business and, and definitely the human aspect of life even sometimes too. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, there's probably a lot that I already, that I do that other people have already mentioned on the podcast, um, you know, reading specific books or meditating. Um, one thing that, that I think is really underrated is diet. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not like super religious about my diet, um, if, you know, dur during, well, let me say this during the week, I'm much more religious about what I eat because I notice that there is a direct correlation between what I eat and how much energy I have and how much I can focus. If I'm eating healthy, you know, vegetables, whole grains, fruits, um, staying away from alcohol, um, you know, drinking a lot of water. I, I just notice that there's a huge impact on my, on my mental performance. Um, so that's, that's something that I would definitely encourage other people to to uh, consider. Nice. I, I love that. And I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. And uh, 
a lot of things I eat are are inexpensive. So then I have money to spend on my business. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you put it right back in. I love that. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to ask you now for what I call CEO Nugget. And you might have already touched on this, but this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. One of the things that I would I would tell myself and I tell other people is when you're thinking about starting a business, be as specific as possible about who your target market is. Now, this goes, a lot of people think, oh, like, well, if my market's small, then I'm then there's not as many people or I'm not gonna be able to make as much money. The problem is, is when you have a big market, then you are competing against, in my world, let's say I, if I have a bigger market, now I'm competing against Starbucks. Um, if you have a clothing brand and you have a big market or you want to have a big market, now you're competing against Zara and H&M and you know, et cetera, et cetera, Nordstrom's. But if you niche down, now the people or the the, the amount of competitors you have really starts to, to get smaller and you can start to really dominate a niche as opposed to trying to compete against the, the world's biggest companies, which inevitably you'll probably lose because um, they just have more money. Um, so really niching down and being very, very specific um, is something that I would tell my younger self and I would tell other um, young on, entrepreneurs. Nice. I, I love that. And I think so many times uh, I'm glad you, you know, you talked about a lot of times when we think about niching down, we don't realize that there is a big market even within that a lot of times, and you can continue to kind of drill down. I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're holding out different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Zach, what does being a CEO mean to you? Um, so, so for me, being a CEO is it's, it's, it's literally everything. Like I, I work with some contractors, but like, but for me, it's, it's uh, being the person who comes up with the vision. It's being the person that comes up with the strategy. And I think in uh, most cases, being a CEO is like you're you're bringing the right people on board. You're making sure the right people are in the right position. Um, you're working with your team to come up with the strategy and what the vision is. Um, and then you know you're you're uh, you're leading the team. But for me, and I, I actually I don't even call myself like a CEO. I think you need to have some employees and things to be like a CEO. So for me, like CEO slash founder. Um, I mean, it's, it's literally everything. It's if, if I'm not focused, if I'm not putting in the work, my company is going to fail. So, so for me, it's being a CEO means I'm, I have to do everything to make my company succeed. And I, I would say that's probably true of all CEOs. It's just the type of work that you're doing is going to transition as you have a bigger and bigger team. Yeah, I appreciate you, you know, breaking that down. So what I wanted to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, the only last thing that I would say is I think in the history of the world, there's never been a better time to start a business. Um, you know, it's never been easier to market yourself, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, it's never been easier to get good, good good contractors, right? Fiverr, Upwork, right? There's, it's never been easier to like get your business started. Um, and, you know, right now, you know, money is kind of cheap right now. So it's probably a little easier to get investment money right now than it would be in other times. So I, I would just always encourage people if you've been thinking about it, like now's a, an amazing time to pull the trigger. Uh, good ways to get in touch with me. You can add me on LinkedIn, um, Zach, Z-A-C-H-F-R-A-N-T-Z. Um, or you can email me at getwild at wildlandcoffee.co. 
Awesome. 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 Well, I truly appreciate you again, Zach, um, for all the awesome things that you're doing. And definitely um, we'll have your information in the show notes. But I think, like you said, you know, sometimes we can be in a mindset of seeing what we don't have, seeing what we're lacking. But as you said, you know, so well, this is a perfect time because there's so many opportunities that are out there. And if we continue to kind of have that, you know, abundance mindset and look into all the opportunities and things that we have in front of us, that's when we can start to lean into that and really, you know, hit the ground running as you've been able to do so. Truly appreciate you, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks, Crash Tia. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.